Casey has been playing nothing but Final Fantasy 16 and even more Pikmin 4. Balix was away on a work trip, so how many games did he finish while he was quote-unquote working? Perry had another baby and hasn't played much Nintendo this last week, but don't worry, he still has time to talk about and shill his own video games. Also, Lemonade says he prefers audio-only podcasts. Does this mean he doesn't think our hosts are attractive? Find out more in our Discord discussion. All of this and more coming up on Talk Nintendo Podcast. Bum, bum, bum! Wow, what an introduction, Perry. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I had did some I, time while I... I was sitting here waiting for you. Yeah, I I, uh, I worked, and so I, I asked everyone to join early. Well, Casey's not here. What a surprise. Yeah, big which surprise. Is doubly, which is doubly funny, because after I said I had to miss an episode last week, he was like, oh my god, you're making me edit again? Uh, which is funny because Casey was out like five weeks in a row for yeah. random reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of them was because like literally World of Warcraft DLC came out. So he can't complain about anything. No, never. But I, I have plenty to complain about. Actually, I have yes. nothing to complain about. I'm in, I'm in a pretty good mood today. Woo! Me too, buddy. Nice. How you doing? Yeah. Really good. Really good. Uh, getting used to having three kids is pretty crazy. Pretty oh yeah, crazy! Congratulations, and also I feel a little guilty that you you stepped out of triple parenting duty in order to fill in for me. Oh, you don't need to feel guilty; just fine. But you did. I for, you know we said last week, but yeah, he was born on your birthday. Birthday buddy. I know we we share a birthday, which is which is very sweet. That is awesome. That's sweet, yeah. and, it ha- and it, he that he decided it too. By the way, his natural, uh, um, you know, whatever you call it, what do you call it when the when there's not indu? It's the opposite of inducing, natural, natural, birth. natural, birth. whatever you call it. He that's when he decided to come. Is what I'm trying to say. In instead of Mozart, you were playing episodes of Talk Nintendo podcast like over your wife's stomach, and exactly. then your baby independently decided, "I, I need like to be closer guy. to to Balix. Yeah, yes, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Casey will be here, though. I think he says he's going to be here. Did he? I think he he should be here at some point. Some point. Speaking of yeah, which, so. you know, it's a fun little joke that I uh, I make with with me and and my wife. What's that? Is uh, you know how like some people take like very serious that they're like, let's say a military spouse or like a police officer spouse. Uh, one yeah. of my bits is that I refer to to Bailey as a podcaster's wife, which I which I <laughs> I don't know why I think that's that so funny. funny but that's just that is funny. I, like, Taking, like uh, she needs to have like an SUV or a minivan with a bumper sticker on that says that. Yeah. Or like it's he's a podcast. So I'm a podcaster in my own way type deal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just drove to City Hall to get some plates and I saw someone with a, a bumper sticker that said army aunt, like aunt, like aunt, you know, and their their license plate was army aunt without the U. And it was like something like I'm not in the army. I just raise them or something like that. And I was yeah. like, but it says army aunt. Like, 
You know, like all all the respect, support, and love to the people who decide to serve this country. Of course, I feel like Ant is like two steps. That's like one step too far you away. Know, I think. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not. You know, more power. You know, it, that's the identity that you've chosen to show on your car. I just thought I was just like, what am I missing here? You know, like. Anyway, get like it a, was pretty get sweet. like a license plate that's like PDC. S T R like podcast podcast star. Oh, okay. (laughs) Something like that. I love it. Anyway, no, it could be pod. Yeah. It'd be pod P O D C S T R. Yeah. Or like a sticker that says like podcaster on board instead of baby on board. (laughs) I love it. That's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Just Uh, taking podcast seriously is a very funny bit to me. Exactly. I love the word podcast because it's so overused and so, but it's still fun. Like people think it's a fun word to say. Like like pretentious, but also completely meaningless. Yes, I love it. It's great. (laughs) It's so great. Um, So you got lots of games to talk about. I have a game to talk about. Sure. Uh, Casey, we don't really have to talk anything. We do have some listener mail as well. I think it'd be fun to get to. Um, and so we got a packed day, so let's jump right into it. Balix, what do you got? All right, I'll start with my uh, my review games. Today we're going to talk about Blasphemous 2, whose embargo is up the day this goes live, so I'm pretty sure I can talk about it. So right now, you telling me this right now is illegal. You could be arrested. Yeah. If you were uh, in Canada, you'd be arrested right now. The FBI could come to my house and and arrest me and and put me in an unmarked vehicle for for what I'm about to say. Exactly. And and what I'm about to say is that Blasphemous 2 is an excellent Metroidvania that I fully recommend. Nice. Have you played the the first one? Nine. I don't... The Metroidvania part, I feel like, is a parry game, but I think everything else about it is not, if that makes sense. In that it is a very Souls-inspired, Blasphemous 2 at least, it's a a highly Souls-inspired Metroidvania. I think it leans a little more heavily on the Castlevania, because like the combat and the the traversal is a little more lumbering, but you have multiple weapons, multiple powers, and it takes place in like a Spanish... Uh, maybe Renaissance Inquisition era, like very dark, gothic, bloody, culty, you know, like Resident mm-hmm. Evil four, but like 800 years ago, almost mm. is sort of yeah. the, the tone. And it's got a very like, uh, it's got a very like, you know how some games like it's like they vaguely use religious theming, but it's not about religion Mm -hmm. it's just they sort of like want to evoke that era i guess Mm -hmm. um this sort of does that and it has like very cryptic storytelling where you know it'll it'll say these things like um it'll be like very hollow Knight, where you'll approach an npc and it'll tell you this random thing about like 
the sacrilege becomes us all. And that's like the only thing the guy says. And then you sort of put that together and other things together. And then stuff that happened in the first game to get a vague image. Um, but the, the way the game is structured is that it's, it's non-linear, which is like hollow Knight, in that you pick one weapon at the beginning of the game. And then you find two other weapons uh, throughout the game that allow you to, to take on environments in any order. One is like a, a rapier type. One is like a giant heavy mace. And then one is sort of a balanced sword. Each of those have their own elemental powers, but they also have field powers. So the giant mace, you can use that to hit bells, which sort of creates like a sound echo, which creates some platforms, which allows you to access certain areas. Uh, you can also pick up other Metroidvania powers, like an, like an air dash and a double jump and, and some other stuff. Definitely feels like they played Hollow Knight and wanted to make their own one of those because there, there's a bunch of different sort of Metroid style biomes. I'm guessing 10, 12, 15, but you definitely reach them in different orders based on when you get certain weapons, when you get certain sub powers and just where your curiosity takes you. Uh, like I said, very Dark Soulsy. All of it's when very you say fun. very dark soulsy. You mean because like you die a lot and like you, it's it's for a like lot of really reasons. Hard. It's a lot okay. of reasons. So like the tone is very dark soulsy. Everything I described is exactly what Dark Souls does, right? Yeah. But I think that that was that was a blasphemous one thing. Also, the combat compared to Hollow Knight feels more dark soulsy, and that the bosses are very giant and and lumbery, and they got these big health bars. And you don't you're not rolling, but you are dashing as you're sort of uh, getting your invincibility frames. So so like the the pacing of the boss fights is very Dark Soulsy, and you'll stumble into boss fights in a way that feels like Dark Souls inspired. Um, and then just the general tone and also Hollow Knight was very Dark Souls inspired. A lot of these like hard Metroidvanias that have been coming out, I'd say in the last five years, that do a lot of the the same things. But it's it's definitely more lenient than Dark Souls. Like the currency you pick up as you defeat enemies, you don't lose that when you die. You do come to bonfire equivalents, but you don't really lose progress other than needing to make your way back to the spot where you sort of lost a life. Um, very very sharp. The Metroidvania part's good. A lot of secrets. A lot of encouragement to go back to early areas. The combat super sharp. I, I like that it feels a little more like a Castlevania game. That it's lumbering because... um That sort of feels a little different than a lot of these games that try to be like hardcore Metroidvania. And that all of them try to be super fast and like agile. But this one's like a lot slower, but in like a way that, that works... Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else like super beautiful, dense pixels. Yeah, it's exactly like Disney Illusion Island. Right? It's the same game. You, it's, you could just uh, swap out the MP3 and, gotcha. uh, and and put it back in. No, but it's it's super good. The pixel art is gorgeous. It has some cool cutscenes. It is a direct sequel to the first game, so I had no I had no idea what was going on, but I I still liked looking at it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. It, I I got about 80% completion by the time I beat it and and that was about 15 hours uh at wow. $30. Yeah, 15 hours, which is good for Metroidvania length. $30 discounted on pre-order, 15% off. 
the the only two criticisms I have, and I feel like I would review it at like an eight point five or nine if I was writing the NWR review. And I did offer to Jordan, but but someone else is on it apparently. The the two cons nice. are I did run into some some visual bugs, some which were I got a, this is the earliest code I've probably ever gotten on this site. It was like a month and a half early. So so I don't know what's gonna be fixed day one, but there were some little bugs. And it is so heavily based on the Hollow Knight playbook that it feels a bit hard not to compare it with one of the best games ever made. And even though this game's really good to great, Hollow Knight is, I think, one of the best games ever made. So it's like, it's a weird compares unfavorably. It, it reminds me of Phoenix Rising, actually. And that Phoenix Rising is a, is a really awesome video game. But because you're comparing it to Breath of the Wild as like a kind of also ran and because it's so heavily inspired, right. it's like a very awkward, unfavorable comparison that that to some extent is not fair, but you also have to make because it's trying to be that so much. I feel like. Mm-hmm. OK, OK, but that's, that's I it. read. I read. Yeah. So strong recommendation to, to Blasphemous 2. Nice. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe Casey will get here. I, I don't know when he's coming, but why don't you go ahead and what's what other stuff you got? I got my I want to save my one of mine for Casey because he's going to flip out like a child when I when I bring up the, the video game collection I've been playing. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just te- I was I'm hoping just teasing. That he, uh, but he, I was he is like, like that. He is like that with Sonic the Hedgehog, though. Oh, so am I. I was gonna say on on Discord, uh, I'm so glad you posted this here, so we didn't have to talk about it on, on the podcast. That's a <laughs> that joke. Would've, that would have been a good bit. That would have been a good bit, dude. The thing is about Sonic is I really like Sonic. I mean, as a video game character, like you know, who cares if he's like like the the Poochie, you know, like from The Simpsons, like thought up just to rival Mario. You know, he's fast, right? And I think that he, the characterization is just so awesome, and I I love I love tails and knuckles and stuff. I think it's awesome. It's just that the games are just fundamentally flawed. So I'm I I'd like to hear your take on on them. Do but should we, we wait, wait for Casey or, or talk about it now? Nah, let's just talk about it now. All right. Well, unless you have another game, unless you have wait. another game. Okay, I have one more game. Let's just do All that. Right. You know. Okay. It, it would be I- nice to get his take. The other the other review game I've been playing is called Marble It Up Ultra. It is Super Monkey Ball by way of Windows XP packing game <laughs> is is the the descriptor. No, I saw a trailer <laughs> for this like a month ago, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty fun. And it is a Wait, game. It's where called Marble It Up. What? Marble It Up! Exclamation point Ultra, and it's an expanded half sequel, but kind of also a revision of the same game to marble it up which came out on switch i think in 2018 it's a lot like a super monkey ball it's a 30 dollar game 30 bucks i 
think that it's might on sale be sale for increased. 27 bucks right now. I think it might be an increase in price over what it originally was, but if you own the first one, you get this Ultra one for free, I think, and I think vice versa. If you mm. own Ultra, I think you also get the original one uh, at no additional cost. I think that's what the I think that's what the Nintendo Life uh, review I, I saw said. But I, I saw this a month ago and I thought it looked very interesting. It is like Super Monkey Ball in in which you are controlling a ball. There's no there's no monkey attached to it. It's just a marble. And you have to go through these linear levels just like Super Monkey Ball. The levels are a lot faster than a Super Monkey Ball. And I've, in the th I've played three of the six main worlds. I think there's also two or three bonus ones. There's like a hundred Are you talking about the worlds in the vast campaign? There is a vast campaign. And the extensive single player campaign filled with dangerous obstacles? So it's it's got this extensive single player campaign filled with dangerous <laughs> obstacles, and some of the paths I would describe as mind bending. <laughs> oh, just reading yeah. the, the. Anyways, so it's you gotta like love those potent power ups. <laughs> these power ups are so potent, Perry. <laughs> Perry, these are some potent power ups. <laughs> I have my pop filter, so that should be just fine. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Okay, I'll it's stop like a super monkey. It's a super monkey ball where you have these linear levels. So far, it's been less like how Super Monkey Ball will ask you to do like these like going over thin railing or doing these like super precision jumps. The this is more like a barreling toward the finish line, going over a few obstacles, like getting past uh like sort of going on a platform, waiting for the platform to get to the other side, and and sort of traversing it avoiding obstacles avoiding enemies so it's like super monkey ball but a much faster one and and you are a marble and and the marble rolling like it reminds me of like space cadet pinball or a lot of those other old windows games and that they kind of have like a sterile tone to them but it's not it's not bad but it has that early pc game vibe to it if that makes sense like, like yeah, you have, absolutely. yeah, like it's just, you're a marble and you go through these levels and you can pick up these skins. Like there's one that's a cheeseburger. There's like an, there's like an eight ball, there's a soccer ball and that, that's sort of your very limited customization. The levels get like longer and, and more difficult as, as you go on. I, I question the $30 price tag a little bit because even though the game is exactly what it says on, on the tin, which is. Five, uh, it has shifting gravity and bouncy floors. It has both of Potent those. power-ups. And a magnificent collection of marbles, trails, and hats. Oh, you can also do hats. It's exactly what it says on the tin, but three worlds in, I think that represents maybe like 35, 40 minutes of gameplay. And I think my guess is to just get through everything or at least to get through the single player campaign, it's probably like three or four hours. Like it's not a, it's not a super lengthy game and it's definitely a, this is fun enough type thing, like very competent, but not like this is amazing. If that, if but you, it, you it, sort of get what so I'm if saying. you like monkey ball, right. If, if you like that gameplay yeah, and maybe on a sale, right. Is that what we're looking at here? Like it's, it's a exactly. good exactly purchase. It, like it's, a, it's, it's the, it's sort of, Let's say you like F-Zero, but 
you you don't you aren't getting any new F Zero games. So you're playing fast RMX. That's what this is. The Super Monkey Ball. You're not getting okay. any new Super Monkey Ball games. So here's a really competent, pretty fun ball rolling game. And you're actually playing as the ball, right? Yes. So there's and, no monkey. And uh, like it's not anthropomorphic. You're just a marble. Correct. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Which is what I'm saying. It kind of has that like old Windows game, like Minesweeper yeah. vibe, yeah. where there's the games are competent and fun, but there's it almost feels like there's no personality by design. It's very yeah, weird. Absolutely, yeah. It's, but I mean, it's a uh, vanilla for a reason, right? And it has a good sense of speed. The physics are nice. It runs well on Switch from from what I've played. So, so I definitely recommend it. I think I just. I question the price tag a little bit, but I do recommend it on sale. Boom. Good, 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 and good. Well, um, that's Marble It Up Ultra for the Nintendo Switch. Marble It Up Ultra. Um, okay, I'm going to talk. So I haven't been playing too much on, let's see, on. I downloaded Doom Eternal. Since it's ten bucks, mm-hmm. I was like, "That's okay. I'll try it." It's a great deal. Uh, I might, I might download the original Doom just to have it because that that game is crazy cool too. And the multiplayer mm-hmm. is fun too. But it's funny. I remember thinking first person shooters are like, I still love first person shooters. Nothing against them, but I'm totally like on the third person shooter is so much better v- vibe now. I just funny. Maybe it'll go back, but I always thought that like. First person was so much more impressive, but now I don't think that Splatoon changed that thing for me. Um, but I haven't, I haven't played that yet. <laughs> what I have been playing is something that I, I literally thought today. I was like, oh, you know what? Why shouldn't I talk about this? It's the game that I've been working on for the, since the beginning of the year, um, and that game is Primal Hunt on Roblox. Um, so, Alex, do you know anything about Roblox at all? No, but I know a lot about Primal Hunt. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, right. So, um, so, not a lot of people <laughs> do. You're not, you're one of few uh, Listen, that don't that know has, about Roblox and know a lot about Primal Hunt. It. There are over 100 reviews for Primal Hunt on the Meta Store. And Boom. I think I'm one of it's them. It's a great game, dude. It's a great game. I, I, it's I love a, it's a good. Uh, it's a very good Monster Hunter Toraki uh, type game where you, yeah, you, you know, hunt dinosaurs. It actually started off um, as a Turok uh, game. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it did. Just, you know, licensing and stuff. I don't know exactly what happened, but yeah. Um, I don't know if it was ever officially like going on as that, but that was the pitch, you know, from the beginning. Because so, it has a lot of the people from the Turok that worked on it. Pretty oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know about if you'd say a lot, but a few. Um, no, Primal. So Roblox. Roblox is interesting, right? I hadn't heard. I've always heard of Roblox. I figured it was like this Minecraft type thing. Um, and I've that's all I really knew about it. I know that kids like, you know, 18 and younger. So your age, they, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they uh, everyone plays uh, Roblox. Yeah, the tween. Everyone like knows what Roblox is. It's a huge yep. thing. There's like millions upon millions of players like playing. 
I think there's over a billion different accounts of players. I I really do. I think I've heard something crazy like that. It's it's insane. It's one like you can go to Kohl's and buy a a, a Roblox uh, gift card from like the rack right before you check out. It's any, like any family I know, or like let's say any family I have, or like let's say family friends who are like let's say under ten years old, either absolutely know what Roblox is or actively play it. Like yeah. it is the Minecraft of the the it Gen is. Alphas, Gen Betas, whatever you say they are, and it's a very interesting thing. Uh, there's millions of games I think on there, um, and my company was hired to to make a real game for it, essentially. Uh, and so we took Primal Hunt uh, and basically put it on as like an MMORPG. I mean, it's completely different. The only thing that's similar from the VR is like the dinosaurs and the animations. Everything else is from the ground up and it's, it's awesome. Like I have been addicted to it. (laughs) I'm on baby leave, so I'm not working on it in the studio anymore. I am just playing, sitting on my iPod, uh, my iPad, holding my son and playing it. And it is so much fun. So you can, every game you can play on the desktop and on mobile. It's just uh, on, on iOS. I, I don't know. I assume probably, yeah, sure. On, on, uh, on, what's the other phone? Androids. Yeah. Uh, you can play on there too. But, uh, yeah, so this is a, uh, it's a, it's a really, it's a, it's a game where you go out and you hunt. I, I assume it's kind of like, it's 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 a lot like Dauntless. If you if if you probably you never talk about Dauntless, have you? Have you seen that mm-hmm. game? Pretty cool. It's a big massive game, very similar to that. You know, similar to any sort of like um like you know WoW. I think it's similar to WoW. I I I haven't played a lot of WoW, so I I haven't played any WoW. I just know of it, like we should know of it. But I think one of our hosts is playing it right now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. So you know, you you start off and uh, you basically you're you're uh. You're in a uh, it's it's a created like um like kind of a, a futuristic like amusement park in a way kind of where the, they have these the, these uh, dinosaurs have been created for you to hunt basically and uh, and so you're going I mean I'm don't quote me on futuristic amusement park I'm just mean it's like a thing that you pay for to get this ability to go out to but that's the idea of the game that's what the original Primal Hunt is. Uh, this is in the same universe and everything, but, um, you know, so you're, you're going, you have a hub, you, you can teleport to these different levels, these crazy different locations. Like there's a swamp and there's a desert, um, and there's a, you know, dark forest and there's different versions of them and they have different elements going on stuff, uh, with tons of different dinosaurs and you go out and you get missions and you go out and hunt, uh, like go, you know, go, I just had a mission, like go extract three teeth from a uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex, you know, and I'm pretty far into the game. Um, and, you know, so you have to go find a T-Rex and then, and uh, take it down. And then, so in the game, you know, you can feel yourself getting really strong because over, because, you know, you can upgrade, you get new armor, you can upgrade your weapons, uh, get new weapons and stuff. Um, just has that really nice feedback loop of just going out, uh, getting tons of missions, going out and having tons of fun, teaming up with people. Um, and uh, it's so funny. Whenever I'm playing, I have a tag, like a title on my character. Mm-hmm. It says developer, you know, and yeah. everyone. Oh, because you can message, you know, 
Everyone's like, oh, a dev, a dev you know, take a screenshot. It's like talking. You're to so people. lazy. <laughs> no, well, no, there's yeah, exactly. Uh, but everyone's like telling me, oh, I just love this game. You know, it's so cool, and I, I, it's an honor to meet you. <laughs> it's so funny. It's really, but it is funny too because I'm like all decked out in um in really cool armor and stuff because I have mm-hmm. a I have I have a cheat code that gives me. All the platinum I need. There's platinum, and so it's like Fortnite. There's no pay to win stuff, but you can pay for like a, a cosmetic stuff. So I have like like all black, awesome armor and stuff, and this sword that's on fire, and it's. But I tell you, dude, it's fun. Um, it's really fun, and and I think that anyone who, you know, it. If you have an idea of what Roblox is, you will understand when you see um, footage of this game. If you look at for a, a, just type in um, Primal Hunt Roblox on Twitter on yeah Twitter or uh, on YouTube, and you can see it. This, this this looks nothing like any Roblox game. I mean, all Roblox games are really like blocky, and they use this Lego looking uh, avatar. Um, this is not like that. This is like um, ushering in a new generation of Roblox games. Um, there's some other ones that have come out in the same program that we're working with Roblox with that, uh, that look amazing. You know, there's like a call of duty looking game and stuff like that. But, um, Roblox is a new, is a different platform, very different from, uh, from console and, uh, you know, mobile gamers. It's, I mean, it's, it is mostly in the mobile games, but you'll find these games that have these loops, gameplay loops that you have no, idea, you've never knew existed and they're really strange, but they're really cool and fun and um this game is pretty uh like everyone that i've seen you know talk about it i'm saying like this is you know when we talk to influencers and stuff influencers and stuff they're like this is the most amazing game um and it's crazy so i i i'm doing the audio design and then i do a lot of level design um i designed most of the levels that are in there um and then uh then i did uh some game design as well so that's what like i've been working on uh it's very cool but it's really fun. Uh, I, I actually want to see what Casey thinks. You know, it is interesting because it's coming from someone who doesn't know Roblox versus someone who's been in Roblox. It's very interesting to hear the perspectives and stuff, but it's pretty cool. It's totally free to play. Um, every You can play the game completely for free and have a ton of fun, just like Fortnite. It's the same kind of thing. Um, and you don't have any you don't have any upgrades over anyone else. So uh, anyway, uh if that sounds cool to anyone who's listening, you should definitely check it out. You know, play with your, we should play together, reach out in the discord or something. We should play. It's, it's fun. If you have kids, fun to play with kids. Um, it's kid friendly, you know, um, unlike the first, the VR game, which has like the most insane dino attacks. I don't know if you ever saw those. It's also like kind of gruesome. Once you sort of win, if you know what I'm saying. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was it was meant to be really hard, you know, our M rated game for for rated M for dino violence, dino guts, dino guts. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really proud of the game. I think it's awesome. So uh, Primal Hunt on Roblox. Never thought in a million years I'd be talking about that. You know, if you ask me even a year. Well, no, a year ago, I started at my job a year ago, but um a year and two months ago, I would have never known. <laughs> so, so, so congrats, of course. And then Thank the, you. the other thing I, you're welcome. And then the other thing I would sort of ask is I, so of course you worked hard to get to where you are. And like, I'm not like 
diminishing what you've done to get up to this point, but are you amazed that like you made levels in WarioWare DIY and and now you're like your career either is or is working drum like very quickly toward being just game development full time. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, that is my game. It is full time game development, and I am absolutely amazed. And you, I love that you mentioned WarioWare because that is absolutely. It was WarioWare DIY that made me understand how games are made, and love and realize how much I love game design. And then it was this podcast that 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 combined, you know, with connections and meeting jewels and then meeting all these people and stuff. And yeah, it's like the best thing ever. It's so much fun. It is like a dream. Come, it is a dream come true. I, 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 me and my wife talk, talk about it all the time. I, I can't believe that that's what I do because it's so much fun. And yeah, so absolutely. One hundred percent. That doesn't diminish anything. I think you're totally right. <laughs> well, it's the phrasing I was going to say is like, you almost like fell upward into where you are. It, well, that's you the thing, dude. For it, but it kind of is what it no, happened. You're exactly to. right. Because and it's funny because I didn't, I didn't, we didn't start this podcast to get into video games at all. It wasn't that. It was just we're doing what we love to do. Like seriously, mm-hmm. that's it. That is it. And that's that's so. And then all these opportunities happen because you're in something in the passion of what you love to do. And that's what I would encourage to anyone. Is like, do, you know, whatever you love, like to do, like get into that and then find a community that embraces that and then capitalize on opportunities, <laughs> you know, just go yep. for it. And then you can end up doing what you love to do, which I, is fun. And that's what's so funny is I'm, I'm on a, you know, baby leave and um, I'm itching to go back to work because it's so much fun. I was on baby leave last week. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Thanks, man. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but uh, 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 Casey's having a a baby. He announced it last week. Isn't that funny? Didn't he he announce it like four times on on the podcast? I thought thought he's mentioned it before. No, I don't think so. He mentioned it like on Discord, like randomly. Like it was like something like, Oh, they said like, "What are you selling the games for?" And he's like, uh, "Baby," and that's it. You know, it's kind of funny. So, but yeah. So I didn't know if you knew that. I wanted to let you know. You know, maybe maybe someday I'll I'll be blessed, and then and then I can have a podcaster's child. Exactly. Agreed. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, that that's fantastic. Um, and and to to go on to build on your point, because it looks like Casey's not going to be here in time. Yeah, uh, I will. I will because it, it's we're thirty seven minutes in. It's, yeah. it's almost normal recording time, and he's a wall. Uh, no, what I'll say is is uh, follow your dreams, even at an amateur level, because you know you only you only it's not it's not long your stay on this earth, and uh, and there's not really a such thing as I'll get to it tomorrow. You kind of you kind of need to start today. Not yep. literally today, but in the cosmic. You know what? Maybe literally today, but in a cosmic sense. I should say, um, yeah, and a big, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I kind of filled. It was, it was, you know, Warrior DIY. But then after that, it really was RFN, um, and also in a Nintendo Voice Chat. But it was like, I remember listening to it and having this, hearing this exact, exactly what you're saying, Alex. Exactly what you're saying. Like, do it. 
just do it. And I was like, that's it. I'm emailing Johnny Metz. I never met him before ever or anything. I'm emailing him and asking him if I could do music for RFN. Like I, I did that mm. out of the blue. And then, and then, you know, it's over 400 episodes, you know, and uh, that's, that's absolutely what led to that. Cause then that led to my, uh, me getting a Wii U game uh, and uh, getting, you know, doing music for that seriously based off of my RFN stuff. And then, it kept snowballing and then working with jewels and stuff and then doing hatch tails and doing all the other games and blah, 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 you know? So it's just pretty crazy. So. And, and I guess the, the nerve to start is always the most difficult part, but like there are tons of utilities like for learning unity, which is like pretty easy or, or, or twine or, or there's, there's a bunch of like visual novel uh, makers that are pretty easy to, to use or, or if you like, you want to write stories like, all it takes is a Google doc and those are free and an idea. Exactly. And, and like Kindle, you can publish physical books through Kindle. Like it's, it's very, it's very, uh, straightforward. Or if you're good at writing, I'm sure Nintendo world report, which was my first writing thing. And I, I do journalism professionally now. Like you, you just send a message and you're Absolutely. just like, Hey, here's my sample. I, I think I can do this. Can you give me a shot? And like, I, I can say Nintendo World Report's pretty amicable to absolutely to hungry, decent writers with a little bit of talent who who uh, oh my goodness Nintendo World Report's amazing and, and the the experience and the uh, the uh, yeah I guess the, ex- the actual experience that you get from it working with an editorial team and stuff right I mean it's and working on a team and yeah absolutely yes so there's tons of avenues my biggest thing though is just like do do what is actually fun so you look forward to doing it and it's not a chore to get it done you know what i mean like if you don't want to be a youtube personality uh well if you do but like making youtube videos is like horrible and like you hate it then just you know figure i don't know it's just i don't know it's hard it's hard to you know you want to you want to have discipline obviously but you want to do something that is fun. So podcasting is yeah, fun. Podcasting's pretty fun. It's also very silly uh, as, as, a, as a thing to do. Right. I, I think you're right. I think the only addition I'll have is that you kind of, there's always that anxiety or that it's kind of difficult to get up and, and you'll always put the pressure on yourself of like, oh, I got to get started. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can do this. You kind of have to get up and force yourself a few times in order to, to oh, create yeah. the, the cycle of doing it. But if it's the type of thing where you're working on it, and then when you're not working on it, you start getting ideas of like, oh, what if I, tw- I tweak this this way? Or, or what mm-hmm. if I do this thing instead? Um, and then you, you get the idea for something. And then like months later, you're like, oh, this is what I was trying to do. And then you revise it. And you just go insane from the creative process. And it's awesome. You need it's to like, best. you need to like, pull the the engine cord a little bit to, to get the the gas running but i i think it's you feel really good when you yeah, do and, it and you find the right thing and i want to say and because you also like try to find another person even if it's just one person that you can share your passion like of what you like doing with um to talk with you know it's it's kind of hard to do it alone it doesn't have to be like someone you talk to all the time but it, you know, like if you want to reach out to someone uh, to talk about fun ideas, like it, it's that also helped as well too, you know. So, 
that's what was fun with with Casey, you know, is that we started we ha- we started hanging out on Skype and and playing, you know, Splatoon and all these games together, you know, and that's just how it blossomed and so finding another person to 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 share in your joy with with what you like to do is awesome. Absolutely. I I think we we've sort of uh delayed Casey enough cuz cuz he's I don't think he's going to be here based on he the text he just gave he's, us. He's not. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. okay. So 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 speaking of working, I'm working on my relationship with Sonic the Hedgehog because I've been playing Sonic Origins Plus. Yes, sir. Okay. I I because I had a flight to Vegas for my my work conference. I want to hear this story. I want to hear why you got this. Okay. Flight to Vegas. All right. No, I had you're a drunk. To Ve- you were drunk. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I I not not. I don't actually drink very much, but but I I know you're joking. No, I I had a work trip to Las Vegas, and I had, and that's a six-hour flight both ways, and because I'm too tired at the end of the day, the only thing I'll really want to do is play video games. And so I didn't have anything ongoing on my switch. And I wanted something that I could, let's say, pick away at over the next few days. And then, then the two things I ended up going with was the $4 Walmart price error copy of captain toad from like uh, a couple years ago that I, I want to play more of it before I talk about it here. Um, I want to, I beat it on Wii U. It, it's a it's a great it's a it's an it's excellent puzzle. So game. good, one of my favorite yep. games of all time. Anyway, yep. And then and, you and get I, this game because it was twenty three ninety nine. Uh, the or it was like twenty bucks on Switch. Uh, or no, it was twenty three bucks on a Switch sale because it was like twenty five percent off of thirty dollars the original Sonic Origins, and I had five dollars in eShop credit. And then I use the credit from this purchase to get a slight discount on the DLC, the plus DLC, which includes like 15 game gear games or something. And that, so that was like, I got a light discount on that. So I ended up getting this whole thing for maybe 23, $24. And here's my thing with Sonic the Hedgehog is that I have no idea about how I feel about Sonic the Hedgehog on any given day. Because if you ask me any Sonic the Hedgehog game I've played, what my opinion of it is, it ranges from this is horrendous to this is really janky, but I'm kind of having fun. And that's where it peaks out. Like it peaks out of yeah. the 7.5. But for yeah. some reason, I all I constantly feel compelled to play a Sonic the Hedgehog. I remember you talking game. pre-host days about that's that that's not, forces, Sonic Forces. Yeah, like it's bad, but I like it anyways. <laughs> right, right. I know it is. It's it's almost nostalgic, or like it's it's yeah. It's like yeah, it's bad weird. but fun, and even the bad ones are interesting. Bad, like none of these well, games that new are boring. One, that new Sonic one um, that came out Frontiers. last year. Yeah that that game was very. I was on the. I was considering it. You know. I really was. I, um, did I talk about it on the show? Because I beat oh, it yeah. this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I like that one fine. I think it was like pretty janky, but felt like a good uh, map for the future of, of Sonic. But anyways, right. 
I, I had beaten three of these before, but I was compelled because Sonic Origins, it, it takes Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles, and CD. It adds uh, 16 by 9, but like a good 16 by 9, not like with frames or anything. Like it, it fills up the full screen, and it adds an anniversary mode that takes away lives and... Um, and and like it has a couple little secrets and i think you can play as a bunch of sonic characters like on all four of the games you can play as sonic knuckles tails and amy on any of the four games which i think is also new no shadow and as no shadow no metal sonic i think and then there's also like some museum stuff (laughs) like some videos, some images, some soundtrack stuff. And then there's also some challenges like the Mega Man collections, how it's like here, like these safe states and here's what you do. And you can get like coins for, for doing that that you can spend on the museum. And then Sonic origins plus adds some, some improvements, I believe plus 15 game gear games. And the game gear games are so weird because I have never heard of any of these things. And they have names like, like Sonic chaos, and Sonic Triple Trouble, and they just, they look like these, like, Hong Kong bootlegs from 1993, just the, the way they, they and they play like them, too, it's, it's like, like, a Pika Mari that you would find on, like, a Chinese Nintendo yes. uh, bootleg, like, it, they, all, all the Game Gear games have that, and they all run, like, junk on this collection, like 15 frames a second. And like Sonic Beautiful. Chaos, which is the one I played, was like 15 minutes long. But there's this mode in Sonic Origins, which is called like story mode. And it, it strings all four of the primary campaigns together in anniversary mode uh, as like a single story playthrough. So you play Sonic 1, then CD, which I think is narratively the second one, and then two, and then three. And that's what I sort of played over my vacation was I sort of I beat Sonic one one day, then Sonic two another day. And and I like that uh, it takes on the away. anniversary mode. Yeah, on the anniversary story mode type uh, thing cool. where, where so okay. it was like one save. And what I like about this is that because there are no save states, you have to experience every piece of the game, even the super annoying parts. But because the lives are taken away there aren't really big consequences for doing that. You just, yeah, like, that is nice. Yeah. Like, like Sonic one has a lot of really BS bits to it. And, and a lot of like annoying moments and bosses. And it's like, this enemy isn't really fair, but not having the save States and having the no live sort of lets you fully experience it, which I think is the right way to do something like this. Uh, broadly speaking, and and Sonic One I thought was fun, but but had a lot of platforming crap, like all the stuff people complain about Sonic, cold Sonic games for. Sonic Two was better in some ways, but had like worse platforming BS. Um, Sonic Three was a big improvement over Two in basically every way. Lots more fun platforming, better boss fights better art, better music, uh, but the levels were a little too long, kind of like Crash Bandicoot 4 in, in a sense. And Sonic CD was my favorite because that one was on the CD, the, Se- the Sega CD. So it had like nice CD quality music. The, the, the visuals had a huge upgrade and it was a lot easier. Like I played through it in an hour and I didn't run into like any platforming 
junk. Like, like I didn't run into much old Sonic jump junk and it was just the good parts of old Sonic. You like, like the sense of speed, the awesome art, the awesome yeah. music. And, yeah, and nice. so I, I, I had like a good 10 hours or maybe eight hours running through everything. And, and the thing I'm sort of realizing about Sonic is that Sonic, the hedgehog games have the best music in video games for some reason. Like it, it, it shouldn't have it, but it has the best music. Old Sonic games have great music. Sound, just sound design. Their sound yep. effects are amazing too. It, like, yeah, the very like sticks in your mind, sort of like all the sound, the sound effects yeah. stuff too. Like new Sonic games have great music, even the super bad ones for some reason. And then the the visual design, especially on the on the old ones, is just you know Incredible. also some of the best art in the game. Honestly, if you take away the nostalgia and the fact that Mario's like an objectively better thing, I think the art and music from Sonic, like as an artistic appreciation, yes. hold up better than that of old Mario games. I don't know about world. I mean, maybe not world but one but through yeah. three minimum minimum yeah. one through three and 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 i think that's super interesting and i also understand the mechanics of sonic games more like i always found it super confusing how you like blast through a level and wind all over the place and you just kind of end up at the end of a level like i always found that kind of confusing and like i i didn't get it but what i realized from playing these games back to back to back to back and experiencing everything is that the way it wants you to play Sonic games is you go through it once like that. And then your next playthrough, you sort of try the different routes that you stumble upon. You try to collect the rings to get the emeralds and it's intended to be replayed and explored in multiple go arounds and playthroughs. And I think once that clicked, I was like, Oh, I kind of get why people like this now. Like that. So, that so what's your, nice. what's your rating then out of this collection? I mean, is it still peaking at 7.5? I'd give it about a 7.58. The Game Gear games don't run well, and there's a classic mode that uh, doesn't have widescreen, and neither of the classic nor anniversary modes have save states. The classic mode has lives. And, and, I, and there are some features that felt like they were sort of missing. So I think the and I think some of the music in Sonic Three has changed because some of it was licensed because I, th- I think Michael Jackson worked on some of it maybe, but uh, I, th- I thought mm-hmm. I enjoyed the collection overall. I thought it was a good twenty dollars. I think the anniversary mode's great, and I think having a natural widescreen for old Sonic games is just such a a visually pleasant way to experience them. Nice, I, I agree. Yeah. That's that's fun. Fine, yep. I'll pick it up sometime. If it hits five bucks, I'll pick it up. How's that? Or like fifteen, like and and like you you're really bored and really in the mood to play it. I think that's uh that's a good. Yeah, I again uh, I, I, I again the art and the sound amazing and the game you know it does have amazing you know going fast does feel awesome but it's just then it's the parts in between it's like ugh you know. No one does sense of speed like Sonic, and and even the the games that have tried to capture that haven't. Like even the worst Sonic games have an, have an excellent sense of speed. Well, maybe not Boom, but you know what I'm saying. Like even the the, the the Sonic the Sonic uh, Lost World. I liked that one. I think I, I, I've I heard that's that. awesome. It's it's pretty good. I've been playing. I actually have been picking away at Sonic Generations and the sonic colors ultimate i'm playing ultimate on uh on xbox and that oh nope 
generations on Steam Deck, which is which is that's an awesome game because that takes classic Sonic levels and then does a new 2D version and a 3D version for each of these classic levels. That uh, is cool. And yeah, it's that one's super good. I think Generations is like widely considered maybe the best. Yeah. 3D 3D Sonic game and I I think that's true. Sonic Origins is also really good. So you know how like you play Sonic Adventure or a lot of Sonic games and they have amazing first levels and then they drop the ball immediately. Yes. yes. <laughs> Sonic Colors hat are all the first levels of sonic games that's how it mostly yes. feels is like you're blasting forward at speed and then like maybe there's a little bit of platforming and a little bit of that like zoom mm-hmm. uh zoning hit whatever the chart you know what i'm talking about the yeah. like you you sort of press the circle over the enemy and, and he dashes onto him kills him whatever yeah colors has like maybe two hours and maintained the first level Sonic game feeling way better than like any of the other 3d Sonic games I've played other than maybe generations, which is a, a really promising thing. And I think colors and generations are the two I, most liked. I remember really liking the Sonic ga- Sonic on a uh, GameCube, the director's cut, whatever it's called of adventure, Sonic adventures. That what it is. Yeah. I remember really liking yeah. it when I was like 11, you know, or 10, you know, <laughs> Like I don't even know how I got that game, but anyway, the adventure game. Yeah, I, I, the adventure games have aged a lot. Was all I was gonna say. I'm but, sure. Yeah, lo, but yeah, cool. let's talk well, about Roblox and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, <laughs> Real. we're trying to reach a new generation here. Uh, but actually, I do have to get yeah. going really quickly. So let's let's do uh, let's just do our Discord discussion. We've heard lots of uh, lots of uh, comments uh, and uh, what's the word praises or you know they, people love the laugh at the end of that. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I try to have a night. I get complimented on my laugh all the time. Complimented. There we go. Yes. Oh yeah, you have a great laugh. Exactly. Thanks, so, man. I, well, I, you know, I was making the jingle and I was like, we got we got Casey, you know, in here. I was like, how can I get Alex in here? And then I just I found that I was like, this is just perfect. You know? And everyone will laugh or get scared at the end of that jingle. So it's beautiful because it lasts just a little bit too long. You know what I mean? It's just perfect. <laughs> um. All right. This week on Discord Discussion, this is just going to be for fun. I think it's just fun because I think it's a funny concept, but it's just a plug for our Discord, really, is what it is. Uh, uh, join our Discord. Uh, yeah. And uh, like I mentioned, then you'll get some some great discussions about just like Lemonade talking about how he prefers on- audio only podcasts. Because we're talking about going video, like yeah, the concept of doing a video podcast, which I, I think they are fun. But we did try them at one point. Um, and didn't I, really I get... did one for four years. Yeah, you did. I know. Uh, and I still listen to it. The old I, episodes. On, on, on audio. No, I, I... Wasn't that... Po- was that posted uh, on a There feed? was an iTunes version. Yeah, I think yeah. I still... Yeah, because I didn't really... I think sometimes I watched it on... I don't watch video podcasts. But anyway, um, yeah, it would be fun to do that. I think it would be fun. 
I think we should post to YouTube though. I think we should post just our audio podcast to YouTube because a lot of people, it's just easier to access and stuff. Um, but then, yeah, then I'll give the, the joke, the joke of the week. Are you ready for the joke of the week? Did you see it already? Uh, no. Okay. This is from big Dave 97. Uh, Dave, uh, he says, what's the problem with books about anti-gravity? I don't know. What is the problem with books about anti-gravity? They are impossible to put down. (laughs) 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 Boom. (laughs) Just like Alex's books that he's published. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite gags is to say they are public. Alex, he's a published author. And then you say. Self-published. Self-published. <laughs> I think that sounds like something from like a like a Seinfeld, like a sitcom or something. You're a published author. Self, and like he comes in from the back with his finger up in the air. Self-published. Um, Just my glasses that I don't have. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, that will do it. Uh, again, check out our uh, Discord. Uh, you can find the link to it in our podcast feed and check out our us over on x at talk nintendo pod that's talk nintendo b-o-d oh yeah send us an email which we did get some but we didn't have time today um also yeah we have a we have a another i was gonna think about doing the uh lemonade sent us a mystery reversary so we got that in the pipeline hopefully we can do that next week um we shall see but uh send us a an email uh, with a fun question or, or something or a fun critique or a fun whatever uh, over at tnpmailbag at gmail.com. All right. Do you have anything else to and say, then, Alex? Uh, Patreon. Oh, yeah. Dot com slash NWR. That's patreon.com slash NWR. And again, go. if you want to uh, get into uh, writing or doing anything, anything that's such, if you ever want to talk about some stuff, Discord's great, or you can send us a message as well. But I'd be I'd love to talk to people about that kind of stuff too. So Discord's great. Uh Perry'll go AWOL for three months, but someone will respond. Yep. 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 I had to do a little bit with work with why I, I was AWOL last time, but I think I got it all figured out this time. So. You have nothing going on right now. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Actually, the it was a combination of, of work and um, my my daughter ac- actually uh, deleted the app off of my phone. Or no, 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 she didn't. She didn't delete the app. No, 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 no. She left the server on my phone. That's what it was. That's what it Is was. Is that the uh, my dog ate my homework? No, I'm my dead my serious. Server. No, I'm dead serious because she she was having the, it makes complete sense because I found her on my on my iPad and I don't know how she did it, but she she did that because we had it in her in her room so what do you what do you think of my daughter left my discord server as uh, (laughs) i i love it thanks (laughs) all right there you go there's talk nintendo podcast have a good night bye guten tag
This is a certified Balanced Classic.